Okay, welcome back to Journalistic Integrity Bachelorette Edition. And as always, just like last season, we got back our special guest, my very good friend, Lauren Yetzi. Lauren, welcome back on to Journalistic Integrity, talking some Bachelorette. Thank you for coming back on for season two. Of course, Rob, it's so good to be back. I cannot wait to get into it. It feels like we were just doing this. So It does. Yeah, it does. I think there's a couple months in between, but we're back at it. And last season, we thought there's no way, all the stuff that happened in last season, there's no way it could possibly be worse than all the stuff that happened in last season. And then we get this season, and I'm not a Katie guy, but this opening season was the least exciting I just I don't think the crop of dudes were that like interesting either. I think a bunch of uh, the contestants saw what happened last season and any of the good people who have stuff going on or interesting were were kind of turned off by the franchise. And this was so bad. I had to watch like the first 10 minutes of The Good Doctor after <laughs> this episode because I needed to just get it out of my mind and cleanse my palate. But what were, what were your overall feelings on this opening episode? Yeah, you know, same, Rob. It's funny you brought up The Good Doctor because I literally just sat in my bed with the lights off being like, what the heck did I just watch? <laughs> like, that was a waste of two hours of my life. But I think last season I had such high expectations and was let down. So this time around, I was like, okay, I'm going to have no expectations. I'm going to have extremely low expectations, if anything. And I feel like it didn't even meet those. Like... After the preview, I think I texted you. It was like that preview gets a one out of 10. I mean, it was just so bad. And it was just so horrible to sit through and watch. I really hope this season gets better. But straight out the gate, not it's not looking good. Yeah, not not good. Katie doesn't seem like the, uh, she's fine. Like I wasn't a huge Katie guy from back in the when we talked about it last season because I thought she was just trying to be like the, ooh, look at me. I'm making peace in the house kind of person. I thought it was a little showy. She's not the most exciting, I think, personality. And then none of the guys seem that great either. But let's get straight into um, the first impressions of a couple of these people, the costumes and whatnot. Um, so the first one I want to talk about, the truck with the ball pit. Um, I forget his name, but I mean, they went in the ball pit. It looked so forced. It just didn't seem great. It did seem like it flowed. And did you like that at all? Would you like it if Will had a ball pit in his truck for you? When Probably you not. Um, you know, I do like the truck, but in terms of the ball pit, probably not. I did really like that guy though. I think he was the one that had the letter in the beginning from his mom. Um, and I wrote him down as one of the people that I liked. So I think he is a really good personality. He kind of gives me the easy vibes from last season. Um, so I did like him. The ball pit was a little too much though. I will agree. Right. And then we have the long hug. I think this was by, who is it by? Was it by uh, Gabriel? Gabriel. I think it was Gabriel. He was 35. So he goes in, he does the hug, but he does like the hug. And then he holds for like three seconds, which is fine if you're not just <laughs> first meeting somebody or if you're like dating them, like that's more understandable. It, come, it came off as creepy to me. What Did you think it was creepy too? So cringy. I... I, I don't even know what I would have done in that moment, but you could tell she was not into it at all. Yeah, she wasn't into it. Um, but at the same time, in his defense, when she comes in with what she came in with last season, which was uh, a toy for, for certain activities, we're going to keep it uh, <laughs> PG on this. You could kind of be like, okay, I can pretty much do anything and it's not going to get to her level. So I can kind of see what he was thinking. 
Uh, but I believe he got sent home, Gabriel. So that's the last we're going to hear of him. Next yeah, I will one. miss him. I will yeah, not miss him. Not miss him. Next one, we've got the uh, the guy with the cat costume. And my one rule for costumes is once you put it on and you get the you get the uh, the first impression, oh, he's wearing a cat costume. You can't keep it on for the whole night. You got to <laughs> shed that. You got to shed the cat costume and the paws at some point. What I, the cat guy actually did pretty well. It seemed like she was into him, uh, which was surprising because normally those guys are a little off. Um, did you like cat costume guy? Um, no, but I do think she was into it, especially when they shared that kiss slash makeout session. I was like, oh my gosh, just the fact that his little makeup came off on her nose. Um, I mean, there were so many cringy moments in this episode, but that has to be top three. Yeah, that, that, that was top three for sure. Um, and she's a big cat lady too, which I think is, I think he did his research and that's why he came in with the cat costume. But I mean, cat lady that's a that's a red flag too like you can like cats but if you're like cats are like my number one hobby that's when <laughs> some red flags start start popping up major um, red flag major red flags so we got blow up doll guy I, I don't know what his name was i don't really have much on it i thought it was it's just too much it's too much of a prop and it doesn't really play into anything it's just kind of like a real quick haha it's a blow up doll I don't even think it was like that funny either did you like what was up with that no I think he was trying to go off of what Katie did for her right. entrance and so it kind of went with that um so I applaud him for the creativity but yeah I didn't really think it was that funny yeah so another guy that did his research but it, it didn't seem to hit home and I mean I want to talk about other stuff besides the costumes but there wasn't that much that happened except for one thing which was the most contrived fight between two guys. <laughs> One guy walks outside, the other walks outside, and the guy just looks at him and says, hey man, I wanted to let you know, but I don't like you. And the, the other guy was like, okay, cool, what, what do I do? <laughs> and I, that was laugh out loud funny, like this dude like came into it, I wanna be in the first episode, I'm gonna try and stir something up. But the other guy didn't take the bait, he's just like, cool dude, I don't care. What, I mean, did you laugh at that? Yeah, I mean, it's just wild. I feel like when it's, there's a girl bachelorette and there's a group of guys, they're usually pretty chill, they get along. Um, so they're just trying to make stupid drama at this point. Like they don't have the girls where they have the cat fights and girls are just dramatic in nature, but for guys, they're definitely more down to earth. And so I think that was just totally fake and a producer thing. A sure. bunch of, uh, he was a wannabe Chad Johnson and Chad Johnson yes. is the, the <laughs> best guy. character in the whole franchise ever. <laughs> like I, without a doubt. And, and none of these guys can live up to it. We saw one guy last season, I think with Tasha, um, or no, it was with Claire where he said, uh, like, I don't think you're fit. To, it was, oh, it was, uh, what was his name? It was like Yosef, Yosef. Yes. Yosef. He gave me Yosef vibes, but he, yes. even Yosef, I think had more like of an evil streak to him. This guy was just. He was probably an average guy, but he came into it. Maybe his friends got in his ear. It was like, hey, man, you got to come out night one and, and try and stir s stuff up. But, I mean, there's nothing cocktail nights all the time. When there's <laughs> guys, there's something big that happens. Like, there's people that jump in the pool. They, like, go. They, I mean, they do crazy stuff. We didn't get any of that. And it was disappointing. I know. We didn't even have, like, a super drunk guy. I feel like there's yeah. always one of those at least. Uh, no, no drunk. I felt like everyone was being really conservative and that's not what the show's about. That's like people like me, I'm not really watching it for like the love factor. I'm watching it for, you know, the five, 10 minutes of great 
drama, great beef or, or stuff like that. And I didn't get any of it. I didn't get any of it. Um, was there, were there any other entrances that I left off that, that you think, or any other uh, people we should touch on before we move on? Yeah. So we got to talk about the present. Oh the yes. Guy. I forgot the present. I, yes. Yeah. I think his name was James, but James. he ended up being probably the most attractive guy in the group. I feel like overall they're pretty average in terms of looks and so i'm like all right where is like we've got to have at least one standout guy and he was it which i was not expecting because he was in the box pretty much the whole time but yeah and i think that immediately put a target on his back there's no way the guys like him after that yeah and that i liked his commitment to the bit because i feel like some people just pop out right when you see her but he stayed in there for hours, it seemed like. And I don't yeah. know if it was if it, if he was if like the producers like pulled him back and like lifted it off and, and let him get some fresh air, throw some water bottles in there. But he came out and he was another guy, just like the cat costume guy. You think the guy's gonna be a little bit off, but this guy did seem put together, and I think he probably is the front runner. Um I don't know. I don't know. So James is a guy to to watch for, but he, he seems like he might rub some guys the wrong way. Definitely. And so that was James in the box. Any anybody else? I don't think I have any other crazy. Oh, the the accent guy, the guy with the oh, accent. Oh yes. That that was a good first one. Um, but then he kept kind of going back to it when they had like their one on one and stuff like that. And I thought, all right, we got the accent. Let's let's move on to uh, get to know each other or whatever whatever these crazy kids do on the show. Yeah, it was funny because when he started talking, it showed like the Vienna Austria thing at the bottom. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, first off, I didn't know they were doing like European contestants. Yeah. But awesome. Expanding the brand. And then, yeah. And then he started talking. And I'm like, wait, this is definitely a British accent. What is this guy <laughs> talking about? And then, yeah, it ended up being fake. So whatever. Yeah. But I appreciate it. Did you buy into it? Because I bought into it. I totally did 100% until he started, he kept talking and I was like, why is this sounding British if he's from Austria? It's kind of weird. <laughs> okay. And then I sort of caught on after that, but he definitely had me. In the he, he did round. too. I, that was impressive because it's, I mean, you go up there, you got the cameras and you're like, all right, not only am I meeting this girl for the first time with cameras, everybody watching, but I'm also talking in, a, in an accent. And if this goes poorly, it's going to look really, really embarrassing. So that was a good job by him. Um, a couple other notes I wanted to to point out. So I think we got to go back back on that fight. Like that was, <laughs> like I, I literally laughed. That was the only, so it was like 20 seconds, but that was the best 20 seconds of the whole two hours. I mean, the guy just said, hey, I don't <laughs> like you. And the dude's like, we don't even know each other. It just walks back in. The guy that says, I don't like you, walks back into the room like stewing. And I think some of it was kind of real because he was now mad that he didn't get the reaction he wanted. And people were like, dude, are you all right? He's like, yeah. Why, why would you ask if I'm all right? Of course I am. And it was like, come on, dude. But I mean, that was, talk about unintentional comedy. That that was unbelievable. Any other people you want to point out? So Greg got the, uh, the first rose. What are your thoughts on Greg? I like Greg. I think he's a good guy. I was a little surprised he got the rose. I thought he was nervous and that's totally fine. But it kind of got to a point where he was just a little cheesy and he kept saying like a million times that it was very distracting. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't love him right out the, the bat. My favorite was Thomas, literally the first guy that stepped out of the limo. I don't okay. know why, but I thought he was cute. I thought his introduction was fine. And I feel like they didn't focus on him a ton during the episode. So I'm a little disappointed in that. But yeah, I mean, there really are no clear front runners. I feel like at this point, no deals. He gave the first impression rose to Greg, so he's one to look out for. But I wasn't, I was not too impressed by him personally. 
Right. Uh, I agree. That's that's a really good point because we look at the past uh, series and there's always a front runner, like obviously Dale with Claire. Keisha, there was, or I guess that was the same, that was the same season. So Dale fits into that one. But I mean, like Tyler Cameron, like all the girls immediately when they first saw him were like, okay, that guy is like, we all love him. He's like 99.9% oh, yes. approval rating. And then um, <laughs> I think, I think even uh, Jordan Rogers from the past, he was uh, with uh, your girl, Jojo Fletcher. Yes. Um, and I think he was kind of like, okay, we see, we see him winning this one. He seems the most put together, not a bad looking guy, all that stuff. So there's no front runners and that kind of, do you like it like that? Cause it kind of makes it more exciting. Like who's going to break out from the pack. It's like uh, a football season where there's no team that's like 13 and three, 14 and two. It's all kind of everyone's 11 and five, 10 and six. Do you like it better like that? I don't know. I kind of like when there's a front runner, cause there's somebody that you can kind of zone in on and, and watch how they interact and stuff. Right. Um, but I told myself, I am not going to look at the spoilers at all this season, which is Same. huge because usually I slip up like right before the end. Cause I just, I can't take it, yeah. but, um, I'm not going to look. So this one's going to be hard for me. I don't know how my predictions are going to go, but we'll see. And also they always say like the first impression rose person usually ends up winning or they're at least in like the top three or whatever. I just don't see it with Greg. I don't know. Maybe we didn't get to see enough of his personality because he was so nervous, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. She kept, she kept calling him nervous and one way yeah. to, to not get someone to be less nervous is keep saying you look so nervous and that yeah, just makes exactly. him more nervous. But I, that word was thrown around. It seemed like all the guys were nervous and there are no guys that were like, just coming in like really, really confidently. And, mm -hmm. and that, that goes back to, I think the crop, I think it's a real thing that the bachelor kind of, it's taken a little bit of a hit where you're not going to get a, like, you know, a, a wider group that are coming to apply for it. It seems like a bunch of average people. Did you, I mean, would you, I mean, compared to, I don't know, they, these guys seem as a group, not as great as previous seasons. Yeah, I would have to agree. Like I said before, they just all seem very average. There was nothing great about really any of them and I think you always have you always have the one guy that's not there for the right reasons you have somebody that's not going to get along with the others like a Chad Johnson and then we've had this virgin contestant now for the past like four or five seasons I'm like come on let's get a new storyline here why like why does this keep happening yeah they're, they're recycling the uh the Colton Underwood story which which took an interesting turn yeah. uh, recently but um so the the virgin guy was he the uh baseball glove guy Yes. And I okay. kind of ended up liking him. I think that he's a really stand up guy. So he's, he's one of my favorites, but I do think that there's going to be some drama with him and maybe some not so great drama just because of how Katie is. I don't know. We'll see yeah. how that goes. And I feel like, I feel like sports guys always, if you're a contestant, a sports sports move would probably be the best move for you. Would, would that be right? Yeah, definitely. Bring, yeah. Some, some bringing some Steelers gears or some yeah. Pittsburgh Pirates <laughs> stuff. I think that would I'm play. sold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got the glove guy. I think that was all the the big entrance, big uh, costume type entrances. Um, is there any? So in the uh, at the end, they showed the uh, you know what's going to happen in the in the later seasons. And of course, Nick Vial Vail, however you pronounce it, has snuck his way into another Bachelor season. Again. Now he's been it's been like seven straight years with this guy, and the dude just keeps. <laughs> He's got his podcast and he keeps sneaking into every single bachelor season. And I know that Ashley girl is probably going to get into this one as well. Um, we're, I mean, do you like, are you happy to see Nick Vial or whatever in, in this? 
No, absolutely not. I'm not a Nick Vial fan at all. I think he's such a creep. I mean, he has a girlfriend now, so good for him. Like, stay out of the Bachelor franchise. Like, yeah. why do we keep seeing you? Let's get some other people. Like, let's bring JoJo back. Let's have Jordan on there. Let's bring yeah. Chad Johnson. Like, let's get some interesting people back here. And, and Chad Johnson on it all the time. would be electric. But I, yes. <laughs> I feel like they've kind of cut ties. There's, there's a lot of animosity. And if you guys have not seen that, look YouTube and search Chad Johnson best best clips and there's like an eight minute video of him just being <laughs> being hilarious so i highly recommend that um okay so we you mentioned jojo that reminded me of the hosts we haven't even talked about that yet oh yeah so, so chris harrison is out for this season and bachelor in paradise i think he'll be back for the following one they're just giving it ample time after his uh, controversy so we had Tasha and caitlin bristow i'm a caitlin bristow guy um i think she's cool how I feel like they could have done it with one person. I think it's better with uh, just kind of one host. I don't think you need to have two people like coming up and talking to her. But what did you like? Um, I mean, obviously Chris Harrison is is great at being the host. But did you think these girls were were okay at it? Yeah, I thought they were fine. I thought Katie really appreciated having them there, and it's always good to have your girl gang like behind you. Um, especially when you're you're so new in something and she definitely will look to them for advice and everything else. Um, so I thought they did a good job and I like both of them. I think they're both really great people and really fun. Um, so I'm in, I'm excited to see them the rest of the season. I think they'll add some some fun into the episodes because clearly the guys aren't going to do it. So mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I did really like them as hosts. But again, you know, Chris Harrison's the OG. Yeah. I don't think you're ever going to replace him. But they did a good job. That's that's a good point. Something I didn't think about. Um, that you said she had her girl gang with her. So I feel like almost if you're a girl, the Bachelorette, I don't know, if you were in it, would you rather have a girl comforting you or a guy? Because even though Chris Harrison is really good at it, it is different when you have like a guy rather than a girl that's like been through it and can kind of like empathize more with you. Do you th I mean, do you think that should be thought about for future seasons, changing it to a girl um, instead of a guy for the best. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's always good to get a guy's opinion because they can kind of tell you about, you know, how the guys might be feeling and whatnot. But I do always think that, you know, at the end of the day, girls are going to have better advice for a girl and they've been through it themselves. They've both been the bachelorette at one point. So they really kind of know um, what advice to give, what she should look out for, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, even when they said, don't count anybody out, I think that was a great piece of advice because, you know, you just never know people's personalities are going to come out the more you interact with them and the longer the season goes. And so you really can't count anybody out straight off the bat. Right. Agreed. They, they did have some good advice. So let's go to Bachelor in Paradise, uh, David Spade, which I was shocked for a couple of reasons. Number one, I never associated David, David Spade with The Bachelorette ever. Number two, we know what, what happened with Chris Harrison. I was shocked he was another white male. I thought um, they were going to change it up a little bit, but they go with David Spade. Um, pretty good. I mean, I haven't heard much about him in the past decade. I know he's had <laughs> a couple like in the Grown Ups movies or whatever. So I think he'll be pretty good. He seems like witty and we'll be able to joke around with him and kind of poke fun at him, which I think is a really good trait to have in these situations. Are I mean, what do, what is your take on David Spade taking over Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah, so I had not heard this. So this was news to me. I guess I'm kind of been out of the loop. But I, like you said, I haven't 
seen or heard from David Spade in probably a decade. So I don't really know what to expect. I guess he's going to be there for kind of a comedic aspect, but I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's, it's kind of hard to bring an outsider into the Bachelor franchise who doesn't know anything and to kind of, you know, hold it together as Chris Harrison does. So I was surprised they didn't bring in like a Mike Johnson or someone like that who has a really great personality and kind of knows the franchise. So we'll see. I don't know. I love Paradise. I think it'll be a good time. I don't know. I don't really know what to expect. Paradise is great. I think Spade, yeah. it could either be really good if he goes full, like funny and making fun of these, these people and the love and stuff. Um, Mike Johnson, that, that was a great, they, they could have gone him. He is, he is really, uh, you know, entertaining, fun to watch. Um, okay. So that's bachelor in paradise. We think Chris Harrison will be back. Not sure. No really word out of him lately. Um, last, last, last thing. Um, at the end of the, the, uh, episode we talked about this beforehand but at the end they did like a rest in peace or this episode is in memory of and then there's a name i forget the name and usually when you do that there it's up there for like three four five seconds maybe a little music in the background the bachelorette had this guy's name up there for like a quarter of a second and it just went off immediately it was like it just flashed it was like a flicker almost it was so quick and it's like the bachelorette wanted to soak up every second of these two hour frame they had on the ABC slot. And then they just toss this guy's name up real quick. A lot of people didn't even catch it and see it. And I was like, that, that was the second time I laughed the episode. The first was the fight, then that. Um, I thought that was really funny. So let's go to our final predictions. And we really didn't get to learn a ton about anybody. So these are kind of like off the cuff, but uh, give me your, just rattle off your four names and then I'll go after you and we'll get out of here. Okay, so Thomas, number one, I think. Gotcha. Um, Connor C, he, I think, was a baseball guy. I liked him. And then Trey. I really liked Trey, the ball guy. Um, okay. I thought, you know, the whole letter from his mom was really sweet. He seems like a really stand-up guy. So, he did. Um, I like him. I think he'll be really fun, and he'll be around, hopefully. So those are my top three. Okay, so you got Thomas, Connor C, and Trey. I got those written down. So we'll come back to this as it as it goes on to keep up to date on who's where. So I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go James as one. We talked about him. He does seem like too much of like a a front runner. And I think I don't think Katie's looking for like the the alpha of the group kind of guy, which it seems like he's gonna be. Um, but I'll toss him in anywhere because he just seems the most put together and all that stuff. So secondly, I'm gonna go. Brendan? I don't think he did he get sent home? I don't think he got sent home. I don't think so. Which one was Brendan? He was honestly, I'm not even really sure which one. Oh, he's a <laughs> he was a firefighter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just wrote a note that said he has a chance. So, I'm not sure um what he looks like, but we'll, we'll put down Brendan for me. And then my last one Oh, man, yours are a lot more a lot more thoughtful. I feel like mine are just <laughs> basic. Um, but I'll go I wrote down Connor B. Okay. Um, so I got James Brennan and Connor B are my top three and yeah, I don't have anything on Connor B. I just wrote down the guys that, that, uh, I thought might have a connection. So those are our top threes. We'll, we'll keep up to date, see who, uh, is still standing come like the final four and whatnot. And, and so I'm hoping, so we, we picked six different people. So what should the over under be on how many of those six are left for the final four in hometowns? I would say it would be pretty solid if we had three. Three would be really good. So if yeah. we go three or over, I think that would be successful. 
there's a good chance that happens. But I mean, the fact that we chose six different people is pretty telling of the season. Like you really just have no idea what yeah. to expect at all. It's yeah, it's, uh, it's all over the place. So, I mean, I don't think the bachelor, uh, producers did a great job of like focusing on people either. They kind of, it was kind of filmed that way, edited that way too, whereas you never really learned. There's never a moment where you're with a certain person for a long period of time. Um, but I think that wraps it up. Lauren, do you have any parting thoughts before we get out of here? I don't think so. Um, only big thing is it looks like, I think his name's Brian from Tasha's season. I don't know if that's his actual name, but the guy that comes back with the radio. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that will be interesting. There's yeah. always one. There's always one that comes back now. Again, and he was holding up like list. a TV, like this yeah, tiny yeah, TV. Yeah. 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 So, I, I does he even know Katie? Probably not. I feel like it's going to be another one and done. Like he comes in, they say, yeah. oh, you're too late, whatever, sends him home. It's something that they're going to keep having in the in the previews and then it's going to happen later on and it'll be like 10 minutes and then done. Yep, with. exactly. Okay. I think we covered everything about 20 minutes. Good. I, th I thought we did a good job for, for an episode that was not great. The season needs to pick up and and we'll be right with you guys every single Tuesday, keeping you up to date on The Bachelorette. I think this was great. I think we've got the best bachelorette um podcast episodes Me out too. there so nice and short we're not going to talk about any any fluff or anything that doesn't matter we're getting straight to the the point so lauren thanks for thanks for coming on thanks rob i'm really hoping next week's better it, really, hey really there's only it. there's only one way it can go so i think it will be better. no <laughs> more like good doctor hopefully yeah all right <laughs> thanks lauren all right thanks rob all right thanks to everyone for listening thanks to lauren for coming on don't forget, if you like this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. And I'll be back with a guest on Thursday talking some sports, some NBA playoffs, some NFL trades, Julio Jones to the Titans, some NHL playoffs. So all things sports coming on Thursday. Be on the lookout for that. Thank you, everyone, for listening.